Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very, very special guest. It is the one and only Glenn with Wu Shingdo out of California. Glenn, what is going on today? Happy Friday. How you feeling? What's going on? I'm excited about the weekend because it's 4th of July coming up. <laughs> I agree. I'm right there with you. We're almost done. The last podcast of the day. So look, it's a great way for me to close out my day here. I hope it is for you as well. Yeah. And Glenn, we're excited to have you on. But before we dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on with you and your gym, you know, first, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people? Well, we've designed our gym in a way that can be accommodating to anybody. We want everybody from beginners who've never even done anything in their entire life to people who've had lifelong fitness goals. We want our gym to be welcome to everybody. And the way we do that is we designed a team of people, including the clients, that all mesh very well. So when someone new does come in, it's not just me trying to bring them along. It's all the current members who are also helping bring them along because they were there where this new person just was. So the number one thing that we tried to do is just be as comfortable and accommodating as we possibly can for what anybody wants to do. Because we have people who have experience to no experience to bad knees, to bad backs, to health issues. And we want that same experience for that person as someone who comes in here, some 20 year old college guy who runs marathons, plays football in peak shape. I want that same experience for that person compared to, the, 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 the soccer mom that has bad knees. I want the same experience for both. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You're so open-minded for everybody there. I think that's the biggest thing when you can be the versatile coach that you are and have anybody come in with open arms. I think that's awesome. And it's such a such from a lot of other people. And so let's dive right into the business here. If it's cool with you, Glenn, Yeah. you know, um, how many members do you serve currently? Uh, so post-pandemic, we did lose a lot. Right now we have, I'm going to say probably around 30 right now. Okay. Yeah, that's totally great. And, and so for you and in the years you've been in business, Glenn, what's been the best method of finding new clients? Like what's worked well for you? So 99% of my marketing is word of mouth. Um, I've tried multiple different marketing area uh, tools and different companies and different ideas. And honestly, the number one thing that worked for me was uh, going out to the local parks, handing out flyers, getting one person to sign up. And then that person told a friend and that person told a friend. So word of mouth for me has been the number one best marketing tool there is. Yeah, totally. And I think uh, to say word of mouth has probably been around for hundreds of years. And I think it will continue to be around for hundreds of years just because, I mean, realistically, number one, that's a big thanks to your fulfillment, right? You're good at what you do. People refer to raise their status, right? So if we did a good job here, you're probably going to refer yeah. to your gym owner friends, but hey, cool, we'll get them on yeah. here, right? But same thing goes for you. It's like you do a good job at delivering your service and people refer in terms of that. So I think that's great in thanks to your fulfillment, right? And now what I always like to say to you to kind of question you here is, have you used any alternative methods that have worked well as well? So whether they're typical like digital marketing or, or maybe not so typical like flyers, 
has any so, of those other alternative methods worked? I would you? say the the other thing that did work for a while um, was Groupon. Honestly, like I put a couple of Groupons up, and I got a lot of members through that. Uh, that would be the other thing that I say did work. But number one would be word of mouth. Number two probably would have been the Groupon. Well, number three, what I'd say would maybe maybe tied with Groupon would be every four to six months I would do. Um, free self-defense classes for the community. They'd be completely free. I'd have, I'd have different instructors from different schools come in and, you know, two to three hours. That was also a good way too, because people would come in who maybe were maybe timid before about joining the gym or maybe had a, a wrong idea of, of what gyms are like. Cause some, you know, a lot of martial arts and, you know, things like that have bad images in people's minds of a gym, a bunch of, you know, lug heads beating the hell out of each other. Well, that's not true. So when I would do these free classes, people would come in and see that, it's not like that, that you can come in here and ask a question and we'll teach it to you. That's kind of what it is. So doing those free classes for the community helped out a lot too. A lot of people interested who came in and said, wow, I really like this. I want to try it out. Um, especially with the grappling classes, like jujitsu and submission grappling, which is one of our classes. We had a few females who never wanted to try it because they had an idea of, I don't want to roll around with a bunch of guys basically. And then they would come to self-defense class where we taught grappling and ground fighting and they suddenly saw how valuable it is for them to be able to get some 250 pound guy off of them. And it changed their complete mind of, oh, wow, I can do this and I can try this. And then I got a few people who signed up because they saw that they could do it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think giving them that, that little taste of value that you do provide is probably some of the biggest things, right? You know, um, and I think realistically, there's no right or wrong method to get both of the door as long as you catch their attention, right? I think yeah. once you get through the door, it's probably pretty easy to yeah. get them to stay, right? Because I mean, you got the charisma. I see you got the smile, man. So I think that's pretty easy there. But you also, you're passionate about what you do. I can see you talk about it with with everything. I can see it. I, this is, about it. I've been I've been in martial arts since I was about eight years old. I I this has been this is my this is my passion. Is is this this is what I love the most? I always say if I could pick a time period to go back to, I'd go back to either the samurai days. Or the old, you know, knights and gladiator days. That's just, yeah. I just love that type of stuff. I love it. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, I can, you can see, it. and I think that's to be even go beyond seeing. It's you feel it, right? People buy based off of emotion, and I think you can, if you feel how genuine someone is, where the exact approach you're taking, which you're not, you know, lying about it, right? You're, yeah, you're being genuine, and it's a genuine approach, um, and you can't fake that. You can't. So, and you can't teach it either. It's just yeah. something you have. So that's awesome. You're definitely in it for the right reasons. And so now if leads, traffic, clients, all of that was unlimited here, Glenn, you know, hypothetically speaking, how much higher can you go? What's that max? How much higher than 30 can you handle? Uh, we can go up to a hundred easy. I have, we have, we, I have the, I have space. When I first, I moved to this location I'm in now in 2013 and I moved here with the sole idea of how can I expand? So I've designed my schedule and even the layout, like we don't have a big facility. It's only about 1,000, 1,200 square feet of training space. Then we have some offices on the side, but I've designed it in a way where I can have multiple close classes running throughout the entire day. And I have my students who've been with me for five, six years who are now my you know assistant instructors or flat out instructors. I have it set up where we can do multiple classes a day. We can have you know, we can put a hundred people in, in, in a class a week, split that up over three or four classes and have no problem whatsoever. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you definitely have a lot of room to grow. 
But I mean, and the thing is too, is my, and my main thing about doing classes, I keep them, I, each class has a limit that I'll go to because if you get too many people in a class, then you, you don't get to spend one-on-one -on -one time enough with each person. So by the time you start with the first person to the last person, class is over, you got to go, you didn't get to answer their questions. So instead of having giant classes, I have smaller classes, but I can get more of them in a day, basically. Gotcha. Gotcha. Smart. That's smart. Way to, way to improve on efficiency there. And so, you know, with that, Glenn, what do you think is the priority, right? Is it getting to that point where you have a hundred or so clients or is it maintaining what you have internally and retaining so, that? So my, my, this is, this is where, um, this is where I'm a, I'm a horrible businessman at this point here because my number one priority is the students themselves. So if I were to not get another new student, but all my current students were to grow and get better every day, that's, I'm okay with that. I'm happy with that. If we got more students and they grew, that's, I'm happy with that. Like I would rather have quality over quantity basically. Now from yeah. a business standpoint, I would love to have, I would love to be, especially at the numbers I was pre-pandemic, I would love to get back at least to that. But, you know, it's all about the quality of what I'm putting out is more important to me over yeah. burning out, you know, class after class after class of subpar training. That, that, that to me is what I don't want to do. Um, but, you know, again, I, it is a business. I do need to, you know, increase revenue, increase profit and get more students. But, you know, I'm okay if, if we stay where we are, as long as the students are getting, they feel fulfilled and satisfied when they're done. Yeah, no, completely. And I think um, and that's the bigger picture. Right? And I think people correlate, you know, the quantity with financial gratification, which is, which is true. Yes, but also you're going to help more people. Right. And I think just getting more people through the door is always the best option there as well. Right. And I, again, no matter if you're here to, you know, make somebody the best student ever, or yeah. just to get them to their bare bones basics of just learning how to throw a right punch or a right kick or whatnot. Well, and one thing that we do is when someone, don't, when someone does come in the door for the first time, um, one of the things that we do offer, we do offer, you know, anywhere from a two week to a free month for them to try it out. Cause I want them to get 100% comfortable and see exactly what it is they're getting into and like the first day or so, I, I ask them what their goal is. Like, what, what is it you're trying to get or what is it you're trying to do? Because uh, that helps me figure out if this is something I can even do. I mean, you know, I'm honest yeah. with people and I'll tell them flat out, you know, I, we can do it. It's going to be hard. It's going to suck, but we can do it. Like, if that's your goal, yeah. we can do it. So we do that just to try to get a better understanding of what the, what the student wants, the client wants, so that we can get to it. Because I don't want to, I don't want to waste anybody's time. If someone comes in, they want to do something. I don't want to be a year later finding out I didn't achieve their goal for them or I didn't help them or they're not going towards their goal. So for me, day one, I want to know what they want to do so I can instantly start going towards that. <laughs> completely, completely. I love that. And so kind of going to throw a longer winded question at you here, but a good question in itself and a good way to kind of self-reflect. Um, and if you need to repeat anything, just let me know. Uh, okay. I definitely will. So uh, what we've been discussing throughout the podcast here is just the pillars of business that come mm -hmm with the fitness and gym industry. And there's about three we use pretty predominantly out of the five. That's going to be your lead generation, which mm -hmm. is your marketing, right? So being able to get people through the door. Then you have your client acquisition, which is being able to acquire someone after being interested. So making them a member. Uh, and then there's your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. Mm -hmm. So of those three, Glenn, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Uh, marketing. I absolutely suck at marketing. 
Yeah. That, and, I am, that is, that is my worst area is marketing. Um, especially with more like social media and digital marketing. I am I'm, I'm, I'm unknown at that type of stuff. So that's the, that is the biggest thing that I do need to improve on that I've been trying to look into improving on is more of a social media presence, more advertisements on that. I'm mean, we're looking to get into more like certain YouTube videos, you know, little yeah. Instagram video, tra- little short training videos. That's the area that I need the most help in. Cause that's an area that's just beyond my expertise completely. Yeah. Well, this is what I will say here, here, Glenn, right. To kind of ease that, 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 that point is, I mean, you're a fitness professional, not a marketing professional. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to know how to do it, which is mm-hmm. totally okay. Right. I mean, the thing is, I, I think the best response there would be at least you realize it and you know, you're trying to change it. Right. And it's just mm-hmm. a matter of what can I do to then optimize or improve. And then, and you're going to go in that direction. That's totally fine. So, but I want to say, I appreciate the honesty and transparency there. I think, you know, we obviously want to focus on the good here. That's what the whole point of the podcast is, but if we can go and discuss what we can improve on, especially on air, I think that's the big eye opener for mm-hmm. the viewers, for yourself, for me, for everybody. So thank you for that. And, and last two questions for you here, Glenn, my two favorite questions in yeah. itself. Um, what's the bigger picture? What are you trying to accomplish long-term? So bigger picture long-term would be, I would like to get to a point where my long-term students, like my instructors, I'd like to get to the point where they are conducting their own classes and programs based off what they've learned here. And they can kind of branch out and start their own classes as well and kind of put their own spin and their own flavor on what they're teaching. And obviously, you know, generate more income, generate more revenue this lasts on. And then, you know, it keeps going even when I retire, which is, you know, that could be for a long, long time, but it keeps going when I retire. My students are carrying it on, you know, whereas they don't gotta, I don't want my students to mimic me or be carbon copies of me. I want them to do it their way. And I want their spin and their taste on what they're teaching. But at the same point, you'll look at it and go, yep, that was my hand was in that. I helped out with that. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I think that's a big, uh, it's a, it's a, that's such a, a big goal for your students, but, and it sounds easy to do, right? But I think that's actually a, a progressive goal where, mm-hmm. you know, you have to put time into that. That's yeah. a lot of time equity invested, but to get to that point, I mean, really goes to show how long you're, you're willing to invest into your actual students, which is awesome. And so one last question for you, Glenn, and yes. it's my favorite question. And it's simply, if you could go back in time to when you first started the gym and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear, what would that advice be for you? I'd say two things. One, uh, go to like community college and take marketing classes. That would have been my number one bit of advice to myself back then would be take some marketing classes because again, that's just a unknown to me. Um, the other part would be basically don't get married to an idea and don't stick with it. Even if it's not working, be able to realize quicker that an idea or, or something you're doing is not working and be able to change faster. That's one thing that I definitely would, would change was I would stick with an idea maybe too long or I'd try something for too long. And kind of like, because it was my idea, I didn't want to admit, Oh, it's not working. Let me just keep going and going and going. So I would go back and tell myself, you know, give it a shot. If it doesn't work, move on. So that would be another bit of advice I would say to my earlier self. I love that. I love that. Talk about a mic drop there. That was a great answer. <laughs> Seriously. Look, uh, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode here, Glenn. But before we sign out, you know, please shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? 
So basically our, our, our Instagram is just Wujindo, just W-U-X-I-N-D-G-O, X-I-N-G-D-O. Um, our Facebook is Wujindo Martial Arts and Fitness. Uh, inst, uh, we, uh, blah, website, Wujindo.com. That's pretty much it. I get, uh, social media isn't that great. Again, it's an unknown to me. That's one of the things we're trying to fix. But yeah, that's, those are the basic easiest ways to find us. Um, again, we have multiple classes. We even have online training if people need it. We have everything. If someone wants to check us out, you know, please do. We'd appreciate it. Totally. Look, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast, Glenn. And we look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. And just stick around for one second if you can, just so I can let you know how you're going to get the podcast, if you could. Thank you for that. And then uh, to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on this show is Gerald from Red Zone Training Center in Houston, Texas. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Man, doing great. I'm glad to be here, and I'm very excited. I love y'all's podcast, so I'm ready. I'm really excited to have you here and to learn more about what you've done with your fitness business. But really, before we dive too far into any of that, tell me what it was that got you started in the business of being a gym owner. Well, so some of my best friends to this day, I was a member of their gym first. Like I did CrossFit for a while and then crazy. I was trying to gain, gain weight and I was doing CrossFit, but, um, it just wasn't working out. I didn't like the style eventually. So anyways, met um, two guys and um, they really changed my outlook, like got me into fitness. So I used to be at their gym. Oof. I had a full time. Yeah, I was in the oil field, but I still was at the gym at night anywhere from two to three hours without even knowing. So anyways, you know, fast forward, fast forward years later, um, I get laid off from the oil field. Same day I get laid off from the oil field, I found out that I'm having my, you know, my daughter, my daughter's five now. So the same day I get laid off from the oil field, find out that, you know, uh, I was had a baby on the way. So I was like, I need to make something happen. So that whole summer, I'm just in the gym kind of messing around. And they were like, um, have you ever thought about training? I was like, ah, oh, you know, I didn't have a certification. I don't lie, I have nothing. It just was like, all right. So I trained, they gave me a client to train and I instantly got like kind of hooked about helping people. So I got my certs, all that, you know, went through it. Then opportunity came up to, you know, you know, be a partner in their gym. So it was cool. Um, you know, became a partner in the gym I was going to already two to three hours and we developed a, a great family. It was, you know, amazing. We're still all our friends to this day. However, it was five of us that owned that, that my first gym. And it, we just wasn't, you know, everybody had different goals. Right. Fast forward, um, you know, 
the lease comes to an end at that place and we decide to go our separate ways. These two guys that I'm talking about now, I knew I couldn't do my own gym, which is Red Zone, without them. So, um, anyways, they, you know, had a talk with them. They decided to come with me on my own venture. And this was about three years ago and opened up Red Zone and I based it off of, you know, that same concept of what we have, but I want to replicate that times however many members I had. So they are two of my trainers now, still my best friends to this day, but they're the ones that got me into the industry. But also what kept me here is, is not the money, it's not, you know, the, your whole, you know, just whatever people want the money to fame. It's, I've helped so many people and I get to see that on a daily, like even if you're not, not still come to the gym, I know that red zone was a staple, you know, at some point because it's helped you transfer, you know, transition your life for the better mentally and physically. And we're huge on both here. So really helping people, that's that's everything to me. Even right now, not even on the training side as much anymore. We just want to help as many as we can. That's the main deal. So that's what got me really falling in love with being a gym owner because I could create this environment and help people, you know, succeed and just keep on getting better. Yeah. So you like really built this kind of business off of the passion that you feel for health and fitness for training. Um, and so now you have red zone training center, like three, like you said, it's been about three years. Yeah. Uh, give us your elevator pitch. Tell us who you are and what services you have to provide at your facility. All gyms are a little different. So let's hear about yours. So my gym, we offer everything from your general membership to, we offer spin classes, um, we do free boot camps. We have one-on-one training. We have a private, uh, you know, even we have a lot of bodybuilders. We have a private, you know, posing room. Uh, we have a recovery room. So we offer everything from, you know, your standard regular training to if you want to get ready for a bodybuilding show. Also on site, we have, you know, we have meal preps. So we have two companies that come in. Um, the meals stay fresh, so you can also leave here with meal prep. So we have meal prep services already here inside the gym. Um, and then also we have um, massage therapists. So, you know, for, you know, not even just for your bodybuilders, but your day-to-day, we have a massage therapist, you know, therapist that comes in um, and she, which is, you know, she has, uh, name is Karen. She comes in and she's like an in-house massage therapist. So we offer not just your regular gym membership, we have everything from your spin classes all the way to if you want to leave with some food in your belly. So we try to do everything that we can. Yeah. So you have a little bit of everything. Um, and you're that with that, you're able to serve like a lot of people in your community because not everybody is interested in coming in and doing their own thing. Correct. Some people like that group fitness. Some people like one-on-one training. And what I think is really cool is like when you have a model like this, you have a 24 seven gym, but you are offering all these different services. It's good for business too. Um, especially with personal training and that's an additional stream of revenue coming into the business helps things like feel a little, uh, more cushiony. So, um, what percentage of the business would you say comes from personal training at this time? Oh, right now just from personal training because we ha- I have uh, 15 trainers alone out of here um, over 60 percent of our business just comes from the personal training so that's we're, amazing yeah we're really heavy on uh, personal training because uh, like i said we have 15 different trainers and the good thing about that it generates revenue and then you know everybody that's you know the client they have to have a memberships on the business side 
that's definitely great. But we get a lot of memberships from just our personal training, just my training staff. I know probably everybody says this, but we built this team like a, you know, an all-star team. Everybody, every one of my trainers here, they definitely, you know, they definitely care and we get results. You know, people come at the end of the day, people come for the results. They want to see that change and that growth. Yeah. So that's that, like I said earlier, that's amazing. 60% of your business is coming yep. from personal training. Walk me through that. Like, how are you getting so many people to come in and sign up for personal training? So the, and that starts with, you know, not just, you know, me, but I, for me, all of my, you know, I'm a, you know, bragging my trainers, all of my trainers, they're great. Like, you know, it's, it's crazy, but I feel like a college coach when I'm recruiting trainers, it's something special or think different things that's special about each of my trainers. So it's like replicating a good system that works. So with them being great trainers, they keep on, you know, getting more results and that brings clients in the gym. But not only, you know, are they just focus on getting clients there. My trainers are actually happy. You know, we spend more time together than they're spending at home. So I'm creating a facility where for my trainers that, you know, it feels like home to them as well. And they can run a successful business know, have a successful business out of here as well. So, you know, it's really going to hand, hand pick each one of my trainers. I don't care if you're the hottest here, hottest there, you got to be generally a good person. Each of my trainers, I know they're not just worried about making a revenue at the end of the day. They're worried about these clients, no matter if they got five clients or 50 clients, they're still worried about their individual needs. So it started with the, the trainers themselves, you know, you know, and then it kind of goes from there. And then also we do a lot, like, you know, we do a lot of, you know, outside from just my staff, as far as to get business through the door, we offer that our free boot camps are a hit. We do a free boot camp every weekend just for people to kind of, you know, come in, try it out. And a lot of times, even if that client doesn't sign up that day, they're going to come back. Or even if they don't come back, they're going to tell a friend like, hey, they got a free boot camp right here. It's going to keep that foot traffic coming in. So that's a big hit for us. You know, that's a big, our boot camps. And I cycle my trainers. So one week I might have, you know, I cycle through trainers. So I, one week I let somebody, you know, one of my trainers have, we kind of have like a rotating shift because nine times out of 10, somebody always signs up after boot camp for training, always. That's so awesome. That's been a good, that's, good that's, that's like a good, like lead gen kind of tool for you guys. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when we offer these free boot camps, we can usually, if we have trainers who are really involved, get people to convert to some kind of membership training, Correct. et cetera. Um, so, you know, it sounds like you guys are pretty busy. How many members do you guys have in total, including, you know, like PT and just like the open membership or the class? Um, it's pretty simple. So we just go by total memberships because, um, members right now, we just hit the 750 mark, which is great for us. Um, so we got about 750 members right now in counting and all of those, no matter what, um, like trainer wise, no matter who you train with, of course, you have to have a basic membership. So you at least have to have a basic membership to be a part or train with um, any of our trainers. But yeah, it's been good because even in the first month of expanding, you know, we've, you know, shoot, I think I just looked at the report. I just went mind blank, but uh, we got like 120 new members in the month of June. So I haven't even recounted this month yet. Our main deal is just, you know, taking care of what we got and making you feel, you know, comfortable. That's impressive. Um, so the new location, um, when you guys moved over there, is this location in like a better spot for like foot traffic and like things like that? Or? Yeah, 10 times better because our other location was one, it just was a weird spot and we only had about 
we shared it was a weird spot and we shared 20 parking spots with you know one other business so it just was parking wasn't ideal and we were tucked off now we only moved a block up but we moved from 4,000 square feet to 10,000 square feet and there's other places in this shopping center in the parking lot so people they might see us like I do a lot of stuff outside of my like, man what the heck is going on over there at least let me peek in so this location has definitely helped that and then you know, we're turning from uh, just a training facility only to now I'm trying to open up to where, just like you said, just open memberships. I just want to, you know, I just want somebody, if they just want to come in and use the Stairmaster, I want you to come in, but I also have the space to come in where you feel like you're not in a way. Because like I said, our other place, it was just set up as a training facility only. So like we had members, but it was so packed that, man, in the evening time, you, yeah, if you weren't training with a trainer, it was nowhere for you to go. So this has really opened up a lot uh say a, a lot yeah that's really exciting how many square foot uh are you guys now we're right at we're almost at like i just advertise as ten thousand, but we're, this building is right at almost eleven thousand square foot so we moved basically from four thousand square feet to eleven thousand square feet building that's amazing uh big big change yeah. of space there so Currently with 750 members, is that a place where you guys are comfortable or are you looking to hit the gas, help more people, welcome new members into the gym? No, no, we definitely, yeah, we want, we, we full throttle. We want to hit that. Yeah, we want people to keep on coming in because um, I'm, like I said, I don't feel like you ever can do enough. So I want people to keep on coming in. You know, I don't think the good thing, I never just get anything. I never really get comfortable because I always want to advance because literally, uh, uh, right after COVID, two years ago in 2020, we were only 2,500 square feet two years ago. And we're just trying to keep on, you know, keep on going and keep on advancing. But we want to help more. If we get more come through the door, we want to help them. And that's big and people, see, you know, people see that. So that's been good for us. Yeah, so, I love how growth-minded you are. And I think like that, I really appreciate having a conversation with somebody who's like, bigger and better is always best. So walk me through the process of like how you guys are eating that growth process. How are you finding new clients? How are you guys growing? So that's the thing. And I always, and I'm honest with everybody because I do a little gym consulting too and new gym owners, but you have growing things. It's just what you have to deal with. You know, I used to only need, you know, the aiding right now is just to be honest with you, we're still figuring that out because we know we, we're, you know, we're growing so fast and, you know, maintaining a 4,000 square feet building compared to 11,000 is a total different ball game. So we went from just having, I started with one employee that works the front desk till, you know, now we have, it's five of us that has a rotate, you know, through that front desk, but also putting somebody that's dedicated to, you know, like one now have somebody dedicated to, you know, cause we have a system that takes you on know, payment. So just somebody that's dedicated to the back end, you know, cause we get all these, you know, you got all these memberships, but, everybody's card is not going to go through, you know, you got to kind of follow up on the business side too. Then also the cleanliness of the gym. So kind of putting people in the right place. But as far as like leads and stuff like that, we're doing it old school right now. Like as far as like, we have never had a good shopping center to be in. So like what we just did immediately, we went and offered all the surrounding businesses, a neighborhood discount. So basically since they, you know, cause they're all like we have, a mechanic shop here. We have a couple of other big businesses in local. We offer them and them employees a group right now. It's been working great. So like since they joined, they've been telling their customers, they come in their business like, hey, it's a new gym right here. So 
that's been helping out a big time. But to be honest with you, be transparent, even on the podcast, you know, we're still, you know, even on my end, you know, we're still figuring that out as far as like dealing, because, you know, it's always good to grow, but with the growth, you have growing pains. So, you know, trying to make sure that you can kind of keep that same environment and replicate it, but dealing with a substantial amount of more people. And even just, you know, that's one of the main deals and things right now we're dealing with, but it's been good. My front desk staff has been, we've got a good system in a place and they've been killing it. They've been really, uh, they've been really doing good. <laughs> yeah, it's so important to have like a, an amazing staff, you know, behind yeah. you. And I definitely want to kind of touch on the idea that you said you have some growing pains like in a, in a minute, but I want to touch on, you know, you, you said something interesting that you guys are going old school right now, you know, kind yeah. of pounding the pavement, doing what we like to call guerrilla marketing, marketing, going door to door with the local businesses, offering discounts and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, which I think when you are a new business in a plaza or a yeah. new business in a community, it's always good to do those things because you're building relationships. And mm-hmm. I think we can both agree that the gym business is a relationship building business. Um, but you know, with that, it's kind of tricky because sometimes we don't always get a payoff. So have you guys seen like a heavy payoff from the gorilla marketing, like measurable? Um, not a heavy payoff, um, to be honest, but it's creating some foot traffic, it's creating those walk-ins. So I just want to get you, I just want to get you to walk in. And if I'm at, you know, and if you get in, I say, I want you to see the facility and then also, um, you know, sometimes we close you, sometimes we can, but it's definitely giving us more foot traffic. But what's really, you know, what's really helping us on that, you know, I call it on the door to door hitting that pavement is, you know, these businesses we're going to, they're signing up, but like, I'll, you know, to touch on again, they're, you know, we're, you know, we gave, you know, giving them flyers, they're letting us advertise in their business. So with them letting us advertise in their building, you know, business, even if I put 50 flyers here, somebody just comes from that one business, Hey, I'll get it because it's just like a, it's like a, it's like a tree. So I kind of come from a sales background. So once I establish that good relationship with the business owner, because we haven't done door to door like houses, I'm just focused on like, like businesses. And then so they've been trickling in. We got people just like in our old building. We might have just being honest, we might have two walk ins a day just because we were kind of in a weird spot here. We got at least two walk ins. Not even exaggerating during those evening hours, like least two to three people just walking in trying to see what's going on you know per hour and during the day like even almost as late to this podcast it was a group of people that just came in and just wanted to see what it got and out of that we got two memberships and also we do day passes but it was getting people to come in on that hitting the pavement we also do flyers and i'm not a fan of flyers because i'm a person that i don't keep flyers they might end up on my car but i, I use flyers because i make you redeem it so we give a free week of training away when you redeem, when you bring this flyer, and that's what's really been helping us a lot, and that's really been kind of giving us that exposure in a different, different, um, different market. So it's, we haven't seen a substantial or a heavy payoff yet, but it is working. But it yeah, is working. I mean, I think that those things are always good things to do, regardless. Yeah. But it's sometimes tricky because, like, we don't always see an immediate return on investment. Sometimes we don't see like really. Uh, a return on investment at all and not even necessarily like this doesn't cost you a ton of money to go put a flyer in a business but it does take a lot of time and time is like the one thing that we can never buy back no matter how much we want to we cannot buy back time Mm -hmm. um and so what i've seen a lot of gyms do from my conversations here and you know personal experience as well is like they supplement those things with 
social media, with digital advertising, Google, Facebook, Instagram. Is that something that you guys do or is it kind of like walking through that? Yeah, crazy that what you said that that's what's worked for the last three years. We this is our first time for business wise ever hitting the pavement. We have because our, our membership, our member base is in that 18 to like 26 mark. We got a lot of youngsters. So they're heavy on TikTok, Instagram. So that's what they do. We've never, this is the first time we ever went door to door. So we're heavy, have a heavy presence on social media. And then also I'm huge on Google reviews because you know, your youngsters, they on social media, they on your Instagram, your TikTok and all that stuff. But your older people, they're on your Facebooks and they look at Google. So when they pull that address up, you know, that Google is a tie to it. So we do a lot of like, if you look at our Google account right now, we reward our members for giving good reviews. So we have over like 95 star Google reviews. And then social media has played a big part because if we post something, a lot of our people repost. So we have a heavy presence on social media. We might not have the followers, but like I can pull up a post right now and put in the camera when we like every time we announce something, just with shares alone, we have four to 500 shares on the Instagram posts, like ridiculous. So they really rock with us heavy on that aspect. So social media has been great. What we want to get into is like, you know, like those advertising to where like, you know, kind of get into it more to where, like say if you search gym and you're in this radio set where we could pop up first on Google and stuff like that. But the social media is really what got us on that marketing point was the only thing we've had up until May of this year. For sure. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, like if we think about the past few years, everybody's spending so much time in those places. So if we can really utilize those to our advantage, yeah, to bring in new clients, it's really the best thing. Sounds oh. like you guys have done a whole lot of like organic posting. So basically like you mm-hmm. have your followers, you're sharing, you're sharing a post, your members are sharing it, their friends are seeing it. Mm-hmm. And so we can reach a decent sized audience, but we can only reach, you know, people who already know about us. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think a lot of times the people who need us the most are the people who don't even know that we exist. Yeah. Uh, and so why, that's why I love the idea of like using Facebook or Instagram to run some sort of targeted digital ad. Um, it sounds like you're interested in getting into that. Is there a reason why you guys haven't tried those yet? To be honest, just transparent, when building this um, building this new facility, I, I tell people no risk, no reward. I, this is a heavy investment. So all of my, like down to... I'm a numbers guy too, and even my girlfriend now has, you know, she has an accounting degree. I, I just didn't have the budget for it to, you know, keep on, you know, do, you know, running, you know, on the running ads. So I could only do what my members, not only do what my members did, but like even, you know, like on the Facebook ads, you know, if you really want to get to some people, you might have to spend, you know, two to three hundred bucks if you really wanted to, you know, and it just wasn't in the budget because this gym was very expensive to build. So at the time, it just wasn't in the budget, but it's something I definitely want to get to where I can, you know, maybe you know, one day, you know, happy with somebody that's a marketing agent, okay, we can, you know, X, Y, Z, this is how we pop up first on Google. This is, you know, let's boost this promotion up. Let's get this reach out. So yes, some I get into, but I just simply didn't have the budget. I was focused on getting this, getting this bad boy open (laughs) and rolling. (laughs) Yeah. It's a tricky thing to get into because like you said, it's pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you can get like a three to one return on investment, like it's a no brainer. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And so now that you're kind of in a position where you're in a space, you're, you're bringing in new clients. I think that that's like something that could literally bring you guys to the next level. Um, but kind of want to take a little turn here because I don't want to run out of time before we touch yeah. on everything. Um, you know, you mentioned something earlier that you guys have run into some growing pains and I think it's a cool thing for us to talk not only about the good stuff and the stuff that has worked really well, but you know, the challenges, because that's relatable for other gym owners. You know, we can all relate to to each other when we think about the bad stuff. So, um, talk to me about some of those growing pains or bottlenecks. Man, one of the biggest growing pains that was kind of hard for me to deal with at first is like I said, we started so small so when I say started so small I knew everybody that came in the gym they knew me and then as we've grown you know I've gotten kind of you know like you know your members like you said it's you know anybody can tell somebody to a squat or a lunge or whatever but then you know you go from a gym of 50 people to where you're like this till you go to 150 like that I don't have the same amount of time to you know cater to each member like I used to so even just personal or something was hard dealing with me is they're like, man, Red, you, you know, you're too busy. Or you didn't, you know, like, you know, just like, you know, not trying to keep that same service, but, you know, you not, I'm not knowing everybody's name that comes through the door, you know, so or I can't spend five minutes talking to this person, five minutes talking to the next, you know, I just, you know, can't do that. So that was one thing that was personally hard to deal with as an owner. But then another part of the growing pains too is finding the right people that can still uphold that service to where, you know, I'm not at the gym at the front desk every, you know, every day anymore. You know, even though I'm working, I might not be here. You know, I might not be here. So, you know, but now finding your team that you feel comfortable with of being your face of the business. So, you know, kind of playing with people, you know, playing with, you know, deals like that, finding the team and then finding reliable people to, you know, moving on just the, the basic day to day, keeping the gym clean, you know, what the gym once was at 50 people is not what it is at over 700 people. You know, you got a lot more wear and tear, just as something as simple as all my gym owners know out there, just as something as simple as, you know, the wear and tear on your equipment, let alone from, you know, 50, you know, it's a lot to your toiletries. You know, we got 50 people coming through compared to over 700 members. Shoot, you got to figure out a whole other system. You can't just go to Walmart, buy a roll of paper towels and be good. You know, you got to put these systems into place so that you can, you know, still be efficient and not, you know, and, you know, you don't fail, but also with the more people coming in, you got to still keep that level of service and be better, you know, keep that level of service. Cause you also, I tell all my gym owners this now, just like you come from, you know, you said you did CrossFit or you helped the CrossFit gym grow. You start off with a lot of friends, but now you're serving the public. So it's not just like your homeboy that's down the street that, okay, it ain't no toilet paper in here. I'll go get some out the closet to where you're serving these members, if they come in, they're paying their money a month, this restroom better be stocked. So just putting the different systems into place to like make sure everything can keep that same level or really get better in service as you grow. But that's hard because it's trial and error. Some things I've done, I'm like, oh, that didn't work. Let's audible. Let's do this. So the growing pains have been very real. Yeah. And, and it's something that like, there's not a manual for this <laughs> necessarily, you know, those are the things like that. Like, how do we keep the gym stocked with the products that we need? Yeah. How do we hire staff? I mean, there's resources out there for those things, but they're not always like easy to find. And so, um, you know, I understand that those challenges and I think our listener can relate to them as well. Um, yeah. 
So if I could kind of hand you a magic wand, Gerald, and I was like, all right, all your dreams for red zone have come true. You've reached all your goals. Talk to me about what that picture would look like. Um, it would be, I say magic wand, if I say in a perfect world, that's a good question. Um, everything was just how I wanted it. Um, of course, I would like to have you know, multiple locations, you know, functioning with the same atmosphere as the original one. That's why I see a lot of gyms that are franchised out, but I'm just gonna touch on that real quick, but they have a different feel. I would like for all of them to feel like, if I go to, you know, all of them to feel like, you know, still like home had that same, it's all about customer service. So one, have multiple locations to where I could duplicate the help. Like as far as, you know, keep on helping others. Cause I'm, like I said, I keep on saying the same thing because that's how we grew. We don't just focus on the revenue, we focus on, you know, the growth. So one, multiple locations that, um, you know, are doing great and helping others. But another thing is more magic wand. I say more, I want to be able to open up like a red zone, uh, like scholarship fund, like for like, you know, but have it for like wherever a red zone is at, actually giving that back in that community. Because what this original one is that I grew up 10 minutes from here. So we do a lot in community and I want to be able to duplicate that, you know, because like, even if it's scholarships, and back to school drives we do back to school drives already but being able to like you know one half you know the gym helping people but also be able to set up like a foundation to where you know you're helping kids go to school or you know helping you know someone do this but being able to do that business-wise so multiple locations um also you know keep on bringing in more members and then um you know keep on elevating on the staff because like i said you're only as good as your team so I would like for that to keep on growing and keep on having that all-star team. That would be in a perfect world. <laughs> in a yeah. Perfect world. So, you know, in your perfect world, you continue to grow. You have multiple locations. All the locations are running seamlessly. You have yeah. a staff that's fully developed. They love their jobs. They're happy where they're at. What do you feel like it's most important for you to focus on right now to make that a reality in the future? Um. I always, you know, one of my problems, because you, you hear me keep on talking about growing, but uh, I have to slow down. And honestly, I have the right people like around me. You got to, you got to perfect that. You got to perfect the home front as much as possible before you try to move on. Because I've seen other people try to grow too fast and then you lose that quality. So right now, my main goal to, to get to where I want to be, I got to make sure that I got this perfected. You know, because like you said, it's no manual to this. It's trial and error. So I want to make sure that I got a, a great system going on here so that when I am, that time does come and when we're, you know, me and my team are ready to, you know, you know, duplicate or do something else, you know, not, not do something else, but move on that. Okay. We got this, this is X, Y, Z. This what works. This is how we're going to do it. And then, you know, then you have the book. This is how it's done. Bam. Then we replicate that on. So right now, just perfecting this right now, then to move on instead of just trying to focus on, bam, 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 because we're about longevity. I don't want to just have, you know, like, oh, yeah, just say I got, you know, I have this, I have that. If you perfect it as much as you can, you have that longevity. So, yeah, my main deal is to get everything, you know, like I said, we're still brand new here, get everything in a place and then replicate that because we're still, like I said, we're still, it's still trial and error. You know, some things it's still trial and error right now. <laughs> yeah, I kind of still in that baby phase, but I feel like you have a good, like, kind of head on your shoulders and a good understanding of, you know, where you're at and where you want to go. Um, yeah. And I'm excited to see you get there. Um, what is the Instagram page for Red Zone? Where can our listeners go to find you guys online? 
So Instagram page is redzone.htx. So the ad handle, redzone.htx. And the same is our Facebook as well as the same deal, redzone.htx. So. Well, I appreciate you sharing with us today. Um, it was a lot of fun talking to such a growth-minded individual. <laughs> Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and we'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald. And joining us on the show are Jen and Ashley of Kaya Fit Laguna Elk Grove. Guys, how are you today? What's going on? We're doing great. Yep. <laughs> All good here. Doing great. I'm excited to to dig into this, guys. It sounds like there's plenty of backstory and plenty of ammo for us to which explore from a business standpoint. But before we get into that, why don't you tell us a little bit about Kaya Fit in the first place? For the people who aren't familiar with the brand, what is this business about? So um, Kaya Fit, it's primarily um, women-based. Um, it's a group fitness situation, um, but we like to say it's personal training in a group environment. So we have classes um, that are open to everyone, all fitness levels. Um, Ashley and I kind of met as coaches and personal trainers and then decided to open up our own space that was a little bit closer to home and where we have the freedom to kind of um, run the gym the way we saw fit, do the workouts and that kind of thing. But um, some of know, the classes that we offer are... Um, boot camp classes, uh, yoga, bar, and lift classes. Those are our offerings. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And, and so the brand existed. You guys opened up your own location. When did that take place? 2013. Okay. So this is approaching a decade for you guys. Walk us yeah. through this sort of high level. What's been your favorite part about owning this business? And then as a follow-up to that, what's been the most challenging part about owning your own business? Oh gosh, favorite part. Um, well, we both, and I mean, we're, our passion is, you know, fitness and wellness and sharing that with, um, you know, those around us. So I think my favorite part is 
we both enjoy working out in the fitness aspect, but then meeting all different walks of life that we wouldn't normally come across in our day to day, you know, like women of all ages and um, backgrounds that um, we find that common bond with. So yeah, for me, that's what it is. It's the, the, the people that make it, um, make me want to be a better person, make me, you know, give me that fuel to, uh, yeah. to work. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, it's one of those things where, um, like Jen said, I've, we've always both been passionate about working out and fitness, but you meet a lot of great people. Like she and I would have never met had we not shared that same interest, um, because we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't have crossed paths anywhere else. So just being able to, um, yeah, meet tons of different people and share what we love with, you know, our community. It's, yeah. it's, it's been, it's been very rewarding for us. And, yeah. um, what about know, the challenging side? Challenging side. Um, well, the obvious is the pandemic. <laughs> so that was, Oh, you I guys have been, it happened to you too. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, California, but, um, also, you know, like the psychology behind working with, um, so many different personalities and backgrounds. And, um, so just having that approach where, um, we're good listeners and sometimes, um, therapists and, um, just how to navigate and still, um, like, help people solve their problems, but, and not be reactive, but more like problem solvers for people. Sure. Okay. Uh, Is that cool. same? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another example, but I'm having a hard time. <laughs> <Okay. right> <laughs> not a problem. And, and so guys, obviously, like we said, we've been doing this for somewhere around nine years now. The model of this focusing on the group training side of things, as you mentioned, in the space that you're in, do we have room to grow? Is the focus on adding more people? Yes. Always okay. more room to grow. Mm -hmm. Always and more room to grow. Love that. Most of the yeah. people that listen to our podcast tune in for exactly that to figure out how other people are, are taking action on that. For you guys, what does that look like? How are we able to to generate interest and, and find new leads to then turn into customers down the line? Well, we've got, I mean, we do social media. Mm -hmm. We have, um, we, a little bit of print advertising. It doesn't really work for us. It hasn't in the past, but um, we advertise in a local um, publication that goes out to new homeowners when they're new to the area. Um, so kind of like mostly word of mouth. Yeah. Um, also, Ashley and I are very like because we're um, the owners, like we have the flexibility to um, keep the door open for people. So if somebody needs to, um, you know, take a break for a year, we always welcome them back with open arms so they know that there's no hard feelings like we understand. But, you know, like once things come back around for you, we'd love to see you back. Okay. So I want to sort of unpack that step by step because you mentioned a couple of things there social media print word of mouth uh -huh. at least with the print side of things because i think that'll be the the most abrupt conversation you mentioned that it doesn't work why are we still doing it <laughs> well 
it, we took um, a long hiatus, so we haven't done it full, um, you know, like the whole nine years. But oh, okay. um, I think sure. the idea was, you know, there was a real estate boom. Um, this certain publication kind of made sense because it got our name on doorsteps, you know. Uh -huh. Okay. People that are new to the area, then they will... Um, you know, give if they're looking for a new gym, it's just an advertisement that's there. Um, also, we did a good job negotiating our contract with them, so it's not that'll like, help. Got it. Understood. Okay. <laughs> Social media side of things, I think that's really the the driving force, at least within fitness, for most people. For you guys, is this organic? Is this with an advertising budget as well? Some combination of both. How does that look? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. We find that um, what connects most with the community here is um, the personalized, like not cookie cutter, like super polished look. So they like to see familiar faces. They like to see, um, you know, a little like, you know, real people. Yeah, we're not polished. So we what just a crazy thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's yeah. fun too, because, um, people will see other people that they know in our ads. So I think people like that, like seeing like their neighbor in one of our ads or, you know, um, it just makes it more real and relatable. Got it. Okay. So we're putting our own clientele into our ads. Who handles that? Is that in-house for you guys? Um, yes. So one of, we have a, um, one of our coaches is, um, former copywriter. She's really good with, um, like marketing graphic design background. Also like being part of a franchise, we do have certain templates and, um, and programs that we follow with their, their marketing calendar. Sweet. Okay. Is that where the majority of our leads are coming in? You mentioned a big piece of it was word of mouth. Where I guess what's sort of the the meat and potatoes, and then what's second fiddle? It's definitely word of mouth, right? It's definitely um, people that are at our gym that share with their friends and family to bring them in to come work out. Got it. Okay, yeah. and that makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, there's there's some overlap. Social media in 2022 really is kind of word of mouth now, mm -hmm. um, but it's so easy to expand naturally into cousins, brothers, friends, coworkers, and, and expand within the ecosystem that way. Take us we to the next step in the process, guys, because leads are, are just leads, right? We could have a million leads, but it doesn't translate into dollars and cents or new customers at the end of the day. And so someone reaches out to you guys with interest in joining. What is that process like? Who do they meet with? What happens until the moment that they sign up as a new member? Well, I mentioned that we live close by. So um, we always follow up with an email. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, phone call. Um, and then they get added to our like hot leads list. Um, I offer to meet them and show them around the gym. And then um, we always have this free week. So people can come in, they can kind of, observe they can check it out and then they can sign up for unlimited classes in a seven day you know and our coaches our coaches really help um foster those relationships as well so they're really good about communicating with us this person came she did great or you know she might have had a difficult time and then 
um, somebody will always follow up, whether it's that coach that actually taught the person in the class or Jen or I, um, just to see how it went. And um, we just encourage them to continue to take advantage of their free week of classes. Yeah, if we can get somebody in the door, it's a pretty good chance that they're gonna stick around at least for, um, you know, at least for the first month, so. Got it, okay. So in terms of conversions, if we get them in, we're doing well getting them to sign up. Do you think that leaning into the, the marketing a little bit more and, and maybe expanding that could be a good solution for you guys? It sounds like, I mean, at least from my perspective, if we're efficient with the leads that we have, turn up the volume a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay. And, and so obviously you mentioned we're, we're converting and signing people up. A huge portion of what we do is, is retaining beyond that initial sign up, right? We're not just here for one month at a time. We're here right. for years and years and years. And so what influences the longevity of someone's membership most for you? What, what's kind of driving retention in your eyes? I think that initially people come in for their own, you know, health reasons, right? Um, so that's the initial attraction, but I think what keeps them is the friendships because I think that they realize like they've gotten to know and become close friends with some people that they would have not crossed paths with had they not walked through our doors. And, I, I feel like that's yeah. a huge component too. And we also have a lot of programs like um, that kind of foster that um, community. So like um, outside of classes, we do group hikes, you know, we're having um, a bring your, you know, like sig significant other to work out. Um, we do yoga, yoga at, at the, the winery, winery, stuff like that. Got it. Okay. And, and so if I'm to, to summarize in a short way, engagement, right? Getting people to actually utilize the service beyond just coming to a workout and leaving. It's bigger mm -hmm. than that, right? It's a little bit more mm -hmm. personal. There's a lot of people that have not been working out for, you know, whatever reason they're raising their families They They don't have time. So we try to, um, you know, convince them that you can make time for yourself and still service your family and have a full-time job. And then um, it kind of like sparks that, you know, that passion for them. Yep. Now, guys, our, our whole conversation has been, so far at least, how to get people in, how to convert them, and how to keep people once we do that. But expand that out to the future a little bit. Big picture this with me for a moment in, in hypothetical land. Where do you guys see this business here in the next year, two years, five years? What's sort of the, the target that we're shooting for? We hope to be around for many more years to come. Um, you know, I think for me, um, we're kind of just starting out with, um, we have our, our base of clients, but we're also expanding a little bit more into like the youth fitness. Um, so hopefully bringing in some younger ladies to come to our gym and work out. We've got moms that are starting to bring their daughters that are mature enough to, um, you know, want to, um, 
be fit and healthy. Um, and so that's kind of where I feel like it's going to go. I hope anyways, that's what I, that's what I would love to see. I'd love to see a younger generation of women at our gym so that they can learn earlier how to be healthy and just make that a part of their lifestyle, as opposed to getting started when they're 50, because they have diabetes or, you know, yeah. So expanding into a little bit younger of a demographic. Mm -hmm. Do you and guys anticipate? Awesome. Go ahead, yeah, Jen, we, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. What were you saying? No, so we'd like to, you know, have more de greater demand and then um, complement that with additional class times because, you know, there's always that excuse if you don't have the, the class at 7.15 every morning, then, you know, they can't make 6 a.m. work, you know? So if we can add that like pad our schedule a little bit more we're definitely open to that okay let me ask you this sort of as as individuals do you think because uh, i think this question is tremendously important for people in the fitness industry do you think at any point you'll take a step back from the coaching floor and and sort of elevate into manager ceo type role without as much on the floor training hours we just talked about that um I think both of us just like coaching too much to ever walk away from it, truthfully. So yeah, that's why we've kind of like <laughs> leaned on our support staff, like our coaches who have the expertise, um, you know, who have a little bit better background in them in, you know, marketing or social um, media, um, because we don't want to give it up completely but um i think our, that's where our strengths are are, are the um, personal relationships so yeah. so probably so not at least in the short term no right yeah i uh, know <laughs> yeah all right it's, that's the fun part you know like all the background stuff that's what it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately that's what you guys signed up for when you decided to be business owners but i i, I can understand your perspective uh, and that's the cool part, right? You get to open your own business. You make the rules. That's that's really the the beauty of entrepreneurship. Yeah, the continuing education process, you know, and um, so like learning new things, like trying to stay, you know, current with what the the trends are that aren't ridiculous. So I mean, that's that's where we kind of get to be creative is switching yeah. up the, um, the programming and sure. yeah, what our offerings are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, that's probably a pretty good place for us to wrap up our conversation. But before we sign out of here entirely, why don't you tell people listening where they could learn a little bit more about your location? Is there a website? Is there social media? Where can we send people? Yeah. So um, right now we're um, on like Instagram and Facebook. It's at Kaya Fit Elk Grove Laguna. Um, that's elk, E-L-K. <laughs> and, um, and we, you know, like we've, we have one central, um, you know, in social media presence, but then we have um, a couple websites. So it's um, Laguna Kaya Fit or laguna.kayafit.com. And um, yeah, and, you know, we're just... I don't know where <laughs> Find us on those platforms at least. Right. Right. Yeah. Fantastic. Guys, I've had a whole bunch of fun having this conversation. I really appreciate anybody 
willing to share some insight into their business and, and give kind of the, the inside look into what they do from a day to day. So I can't thank you enough for your time. I'm excited to see what the future holds for you. Cause it sounds like you guys still really have that fire underneath you to keep this thing going. So I wish you nothing but the best and, and we'll check in with you again down the line. Thank you. Thank you. We enjoyed Absolutely. chatting. To everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you would like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.